Hey there, this is Dustin McLean. And Allie McLean. And we're pumped that you're joining with us today. And if you're a part of our Purpose Church family, whether in person or online, we'd love to connect with you via social media at ourpurpose.church on all social media outlets. And on our website at www.ourpurpose.church. We can get you plugged into a group, other giving options, and an opportunity to connect with the Purpose family all across Western Kentucky. And we hope today's message encourages you and inspires you. And so let's jump into the message. Come on, can we give Jesus five seconds of the loudest praise? We're giving him all week long. If you don't mind staying standing for just a second, I'm going to read just for a second uh, out of the book of Luke, if you don't mind. We're going to be reading out of Luke chapter 17, verse 1 through 5. And I just think in honor of God's word, if you don't mind, just continue to stay standing. I want to welcome everybody in that's watching online. We're grateful that you're here. We're so thankful that you're watching. Can we put our hands together? Welcome everybody that's in here watching with us. And we just tell you it's better in the room if you're able and you're, you're willing. Would you come back and just be in the room with us? We'd be honored to have you. So thankful for you watching online. But I just love what scripture. We're in a series called Hey Google. Somebody shout, Hey Google. I like it. So we started last week and we're in it this week. And I can't wait just to just look at this question that you've asked, that we've asked, that I think all of us are asking. But I think it's good to go back to scripture and see what Jesus says about something I think we'll talk about in just a second. This is what the Bible says in Luke chapter 17, verse 1. If you're ready for God's word, somebody give me a yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready for it. Here's what it says in Luke chapter 17, verse 1. It says, One day Jesus said to his disciples, There will always be temptation to sin, but what sorrow awaits the person who does the tempting? It goes on to say, It would be better for them to be thrown into the sea with a millstone hung around their neck than to cause one of these little ones to fall into sin. So, what's he say? He says, Watch yourselves. Somebody say, Watch yourselves. Watch yourselves. If another believer sins, watch what he says, rebuke that person. Then if there is repentance, what's it say? Forgive. Somebody shout forgive. Somebody shout forgive. Forgive. Then watch what he says. Even if that person, watch this, this is crazy right here. Watch what he says. Even if that person wrongs you seven times a day and each time turns to you again and asks for forgiveness, you know what you got to do? You must what? Forgive. Somebody shout forgive. Then watch what the disciples say. They say this in verse 5. It says, the apostles said to the Lord, Lord, listen, that's hard what you just asked me to do. Here's what he asked them. Here's what the, the disciples said to Jesus. Show us how to increase our faith. And I just believe in this place today that there's going to be some forgiveness that happens because that's the question that we're going to look at today is how in the world do I forgive? How do I forgive? How can I do that? We're going to look at what Jesus said. We're going to find a good blueprint for that. And I can't wait because I think there's going to be some faith that wells up in this room today. I think there's going to be some forgiveness that wells up inside of some people today. And you've been holding on to bitterness and, and anger and maybe just some spite. But I believe in Jesus' name that today you're going to be healed of that, that there's going to be some forgiveness that takes place in your life. Anybody else coming into the service believing that today? I'm believing that. Let's do this. Let's pray one more time. God, we honor you. Jesus, we welcome you. Holy Spirit, do what only you can do as you do it. In Jesus' name that we pray. And everybody said a good amen, amen. You can have a seat. You can have a seat. And as you're doing that high five, somebody around you say, I'm glad you're sitting next to me today at church. I'm glad you're sitting next to me at church. Well, hey, I'm, I'm really honored that you're here. I'm really thankful that you're here. 
Glad it's happy fall break. Anybody uh, had a good fall break so far? Wave at me real quick. Other than a 90 degree weather we have in yesterday and today, that's a little hot. But man, I'm glad I'm grateful that you're here. Glad that you're spending some time with us. And we're in this series called Hey Google. And uh, I just thought I'd ask us a question because we're talking about questions that we're asking Google a lot of times that really we should be asking God. And I think about that. I think about this idea uh, of a question that I just want to pose to all of us today. And this is idea of how many of y'all, and this is an all skate. I want everybody to participate. Okay, I want everybody out on the skate rink. I need to see your hands if this has been you before. Have you, anybody in the room, ever been hurt before? Come on, if you have, just wave at me at like this. Okay, I think we all can. I think if we looked around right there, everybody be waving, right? And if if not, we're the one doing a lot of hurting to other people, okay? And uh, I think we can all agree that that we've been through different seasons of our life that felt hurtful, that that were uh, some hard times to walk through. Maybe you felt a betrayal. Maybe you did something happened to where you were hurt, and I think we've all experienced that before. I think we all understand, start out kind of on some common ground there, that we all realize that hurt has happened in our life, right? And I love what Jesus says, and we'll just recap that, what he just had to say really quickly in Luke chapter 17. I love Jesus uh, in the fact that uh, this idea of forgiveness comes up over and over and over again, all throughout scripture, but we see right there, as Jesus is explaining to his disciples, he's talking to him, and he's he's helping his disciples try to understand, hey y'all, I want you to get something really quick. You need to understand that what you're going there's going to be some betrayal that happens to you in your life. You need to understand, I'm trying to help you a little bit. Jesus is trying to tell them there's going to be some times that you're going to be betrayed, you're going to be hurt, you're going to walk through tough seasons in your life. Uh, someone close to you is going to hurt you. Like, like, but, but I want you to know, if another believer sins, rebuke them. What's that mean? That just means, hey, go to them. We're going to settle this. We're going to work this out. We both love Jesus. We're going to talk through this. We're going we're gonna to be about it, not just talk about it. We're going to be about this idea. We're going to try and find some healing in the middle of it. And then Jesus goes on to say the wackiest thing right after that, right? He goes on to say, hey, you know what? And what happens is if that person uh, comes up to you and does something wrong against you seven times in a day and they come and ask for your forgiveness, you know what you're supposed to do? What did Jesus say? What did he say you had to do? You had to do what? Forgive, right? And I look at that and I'm like, oh, not, not in my world, Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we're being honest, I think, you know, hey, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. What is it? Shame on me. Come on, somebody, right? I think all of us can understand that. I think we can all put ourselves in that situation where we realize that so many times in our life, uh, we're good at excusing something small, right? We're good at forgiving something that may happen one time, right? Can we, can we all agree with that? I think we're all good at talking about forgiveness. It's another thing to be about forgiveness. It's another thing to walk out forgiveness. It's another thing to actually say, you know what? I know what happened, and I'm, gonna, I'm not going to hold that against you any longer. And I think uh, this idea and this question that was posed of how do I forgive? How do I do that? I think all of us have that question come up from time to time in our life that we just say, hey, you know what? How am I supposed to get over that? How am I supposed to forgive? And again, Maybe it was something small, or maybe it wasn't something small. Maybe it was something so life-changing for you, so detrimental for you, and I think today might be a little challenging as I bring this to you, but I just believe that the best is still ahead, and on the other side of the challenging conversation and confronting the thing in front of us, that God has something really incredible on the other side of this difficulty. Does anybody else believe that today? And I think that today might be difficult to walk through some stuff because you've been hurt. We've all been hurt. We've all walked through seasons of hurt 
hurt. I don't know what that season might look like for you. Maybe you had a roommate in college that stole something from you or, or, or did something crazy like that. Or maybe as you were growing up and uh, you were always bullied, you were always overlooked, you were always pushed around, you were always done like, I don't know what it might be for you. Maybe for some of you, it could be that a spouse had cheated on you, that a spouse uh, or a parent or, or something like that had, had caused some division in the middle of all of your life and what that has done is just caused a lot of hurt for you. Maybe for you, you've lost a job because somebody lied about you or they said something about you or they said something that, that was completely false or they gossiped or they did something. I just think all of us, wherever that might land, is that we've all walked through seasons of pain. And just to just take it even a step further really quick, I think there's even some physical pain that we walk through in our life that, that had an emotional uh, attachment to it that maybe for some of you, you walked in this place and as a child, somebody that you admired, somebody that you trusted, somebody that you loved may have touched you inappropriately, and now you are dealing with the ramifications of that years down the road. And you're thinking, how in the world am I supposed to forgive? How in the world am I supposed to walk this out? How in the world am I supposed to do that? Maybe for some of you in the room, is someone has hurt your kid, right? Come on, how many of y'all know ain't nothing worse than a mad mama? Come on, somebody, right? I think we can all get there. Like, like, I think it's easy sometimes for me to be able to forgive something that somebody's done to me, but if somebody does something to my kids, oh, no, ain't nobody getting away with that. You know what I'm saying? Earrings coming off, high heels are getting thrown. I'm coming after my baby, right? That's what a lot of mamas have that, that mentality, and, and I'm the same way. I want to protect my kids. And, but, but how do we forgive? How do we do that? How do we walk through seasons where we look at that offense and, and we'll walk through what forgiveness actually is and is not today in just a second, but how do we forgive? And again, I, I don't know the details of how you've been hurt. I don't know what it is that you've walked in here with. I don't know what it is that you're carrying right here on fall break, October the 10th, 2020, or 2021, right? I don't know what you're walking in here with, but I want you to understand, I think all of us understand that we've been through season of hurt. And I know that there's different levels of that, but what I want you to know is that God understands your hurt, that Jesus wants to speak to that hurt, that Jesus wants to have hope and healing that is available in his name, that you don't have to be held back by that hurt anymore, but that Jesus has come so that you might be healed and you can step into that next season and it might take a little uncomfortableness and, unforg and forgiving somebody, but I believe that healing can come in Jesus' name. Does anybody else believe that today? I believe that with everything I've got. And I think about forgiveness a lot of times. Uh, reminds me of this thing. Uh, uh, it reminds me of vacuuming. Anybody out there, really quick? Come on. Anybody out there love vacuuming? All right. Anybody out there? Come on. Wave at me if, I, if you do. I really enjoy vacuuming. Don't tell Allie, but she's sitting right there. I really like enjoy vacuuming. Um, I'll just tell you, there's something about vacuuming. I don't know what it is, but like it's almost like whenever you're mowing your yard. You know, I like my grass at my house. I like to mow it uh, in, in like little stripes. But almost when you're when you're vacuuming, you could put stripes in the carpet. You know what I'm talking about? It's almost like a man thing, you know what I mean? I don't know what it is about that. I just like to do that. Uh, again, don't tell Allie. Uh, but but I, I bought her a vacuum this week, right? We bought a little cross wave. Come on, somebody. You ain't got a vacuum, but you can, like, clean the floors and vacuum at the same time. It's pretty awesome. Uh, and, and so I got to thinking about that, and I got to thinking forgiveness can sometimes be like a vacuum. Has anybody ever been vacuuming before? 
how many of you have ever vacuumed before and there's that one little piece of trash you can't seem to get up? Come on, somebody. You been there? And I'm talking about that one piece of food, that little piece of lint that's stuck to it. You know what happens? You're out there vacuuming, you still can't get it up. You know what I'm talking about? Anybody been there before? Come on. All right, we've been there. Oh, I'm going to get you, sucker. Okay. Oh, oh, no. What do we do when we can't get that, that, that whatever it might be, that food or that whatever it is? You know what you got to do? You, this didn't work. What about this right here? You know what I'm saying? We're going to come in from another angle. You know what I'm talking about? Right? I ain't going to just try it from this angle. I'm going to come in from the side like this, okay? I'm going to really try and just do whatever I can. And then all of a sudden, if that thing still won't come up, y'all know what you do? If you're anything like me, I'll bend down. The only time I want to bend down by vacuuming is I'm going to pick it up. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to look at it. I'm going to throw it back down. I'm going to try and vacuum it again. Come on, somebody. Yeah. How many of y'all, that's you, all right? I'm going to vacuum you up in Jesus' name, right? You're going into the vacuum is what you're doing, okay? And I think about that, and I think so many times that's the same way when I think about vacuuming. That's sometimes how we can look at forgiveness. And I think about it over and over again. Yes, what? We'll try and forgive a situation. We'll look at it from this angle. We try to forgive from that angle, but it still keeps coming back up. We'll try and come in from another angle, and it still keeps coming back up. What do you do when no matter what angle you try to forgive from, that you cannot find forgiveness? What do you do? How do you forgive? I think we look no further than God's word to find out how do we forgive. Somebody shout, how do we forgive? This is going to give me a second to get a drink because your boy ain't preaching about three weeks, and I'm out of breath. You know what I'm saying? Okay, here we go. So uh, I want us to write this down. I want us to understand something really quick, is that why do we forgive? We need to understand why we forgive. And the very first thing, and I'm going to want you to write this down, is this idea that God tells us to forgive. That's not a very good, that's not a very good idea, Dustin. You're just telling us that God tells us to forgive. We'll walk through that in just a second. <clears throat> but I think so many times what happens is, is that so much in my life, in your life, uh, if we would just go back to this idea of what does God's word say about this? If we'll build our life, if we're going to build this church, guess what we're going to do? We're going to build it on the foundation of what Jesus says in this word right here. That's what we're going to be about. So why not? Let's build our lives around that. Let's read it. Let's build our lives on it. And God tells us to forgive. All throughout scripture, you'll see over and over and over again this idea of forgiveness being talked about. Matthew chapter 6, or Matthew chapter 18, verse 21, Peter comes to Jesus and he asks him, Lord, how often should I forgive someone who sins against me? Seven times? And Jesus is like, no, 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 no. Not seven times, 70 times seven. Come on, somebody. That's a whole lot of times. Ephesians 4:32, the Bible tells us, instead, be kind to each other, tenderhearted, doing what? Forgiving one another, right? Forgiving one another just as God through Christ has forgiven you. Matthew chapter 6, verse 14 and 15. This comes right after the Lord's Prayer, which we'll talk about in just a second. But this is what the Bible tells us. If you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you refuse to forgive others, your Father will not forgive your sins. I think it's pretty important to God about this idea of forgiveness. Even Jesus, as he's teaching us how to pray, right? His disciples are asking him, hey, Jesus, how do we pray? What should we say? And really, it's more of a template than it is to be recited, right? It's more of a template. Our Father who art in heaven, we know all that, right? We know the Lord's Prayer, hallowed be thy name. Really, it's a template, not just something just to recite, just to be reciting it. It's really a template, uh, uh, and we talk about that during 21 days of prayer, what that really looks like and how you can grow that, fa- that prayer uh, discipline in 
your life. But hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive our debts as we forgive our debtors, right? Jesus is speaking this. Jesus is communicating this. Forgiveness is a big deal. It's such a big deal to Jesus that while he was on the cross at the worst part of his life, right? The worst part of his human life where he is dying for our sin, he is on the cross and uh, he is embarrassed, he is humiliated in front of uh, no telling how many different people. They've mocked him, they've made fun of him. And what's the words that Jesus uses in the middle of all of that? Father, forgive them, right? For they don't know what they're doing. This is a big deal. We got to understand that God is asking us to forgive. God is calling us to forgive. How do I forgive? And before we get to how, we got to understand why. Because God is telling us. And he didn't just tell us, but he modeled it. He showed how we would do it. And I think we got to talk about really what forgiveness is and forgiveness is not, right? Because I think for a lot of us, we have different viewpoints on what forgiveness actually is, okay? And so forgiveness, I want to write a couple of these down. Now, I've taken a couple from Pastor Craig Rochelle, brought some of these, and, and then Pastor Chris Hodges have brought some of these, and I kind of put them together just to be able to share them with you because they're teaching me even in the middle of the season what forgiveness might look like. And I just thought I'd bring it to our church because these are some things that I think forgiveness is not. If you're ready, say, I'm ready. Forgiveness is not forgetting. You need to write that down. Forgiveness is not forgetting. That's not what that means. Right? Forgiveness is not to where you just say, oh, okay, I'm going to hit the clean slate, erase, wipe clean of my memory and all everything that has happened. Like no memory, no recollection whatsoever. I'm going to sweep it under the rug. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm going to act like the behavior is okay uh, and act like it never happened. That is not what forgiveness is. Okay? I want us to understand. Let me teach you for just a second. Y'all okay with us teaching today? I'm not as much preaching today as much as I am teaching. Forgiveness is not forgetting. Forgiveness is not about sweeping it under the rug. Forgiveness is not saying that you are just a doormat for the rest of your life and that whoever has abused you or hurt you can just keep doing it over and over again. You can just say, glory to Jesus that you're abusing me or glory to Jesus that you're, you're hurting me and we're going to send each other Christmas cards and I'm going to comment heart emojis on everything that you post. That is not forgiveness, okay? I want us to understand forgiveness is not forgetting. You can actually forgive somebody yet still create healthy boundaries with that person. You can forgive somebody and say, yeah, yeah, I let that go, but we got a long way to go before we get back to the relationship that we had, okay? So number one, I want you to know is that forgiveness is not forgetting. Number two, forgiveness isn't always fair. <clears throat> forgiveness doesn't always seem fair to you and I, right? Like it's just not fair to us. It doesn't seem like it's fair. It's not the natural way of life, right? Because how many of you know, right? Let's just be honest. If somebody hurts me, what's my natural instinct to do? I'm gonna slap you back. Come on, somebody, okay? Right? Let's be. Can we be on? We in church today? Y'all can laugh a little bit, it's okay? You be relaxed a little bit. I want you to know if we're being honest together today. How many of you would say, you know what? If I get punched, it's real hard for me to turn the other cheek because we from the south and we gonna throw some hands. Come on, somebody, right? I'll meet you out back, big boy. Let's go, okay? Like, that's, that's honestly kind of our posture. That's natural for us, right? It's to, hey, I get slapped an eye for an eye, right? So we kind of always go back to that Old Testament scripture, and we kind of take it out of context, and we just think, oh, okay, uh, an eye for an eye. Yeah, okay, I get that. I'm a, I'm a, you slap me, I'm going to slap you. But what is forgiveness? What is forgiveness? Uh, it's not always fair, it doesn't seem like. Like, like uh, okay, Jesus is saying, okay, I want you to, uh, you, you, you know, if you hit me on the cheek, I'm going to turn the other cheek. 
that just doesn't seem fair. Like, you hurt one of my children, I'm going to hurt you. Come on, somebody, right? Like, that's kind of the natural thing that we want to do. But that's not what Jesus is telling us to do by forgiving. I want us to understand that a lot of times we want to cry out to God and say, God, I want what's fair. Right? I want it to be fair, God. God, won't you be fair in this situation? And this is what my thought is with that idea, is that what's interesting about it is we like it when God is not fair to us. Because you, you do realize that God is not fair to us, right? I, I, I want to I just clarify and unpack that statement for just a second. He's always just, but he's not always fair. See, because what fair is, is you know what I did? I, pun, I, I am a sinner. I, I have done a lot of things in my life that has caused God to grieve, right? It's called sin. It's falling short of the standard that God had for us. But what I love about God is that the fact that, guess what? If it was fair, I would have paid for my own sin, right? But God, in his kindness, in his grace, in his justness, did not make me be punished for my sin. He allowed his son Jesus to be punished for our sin. He is just. There had to be a payment for it. It just doesn't get off scotch-free. That's not what that means. No, no, no. It's that Jesus took that on himself. And again, if God was always fair, I would get what my sins deserve. But again, he's, he's been not fair for my benefit. He's been just. And I love what Psalms 103 says uh, in verse number 10. It says, he does not punish us. This is God. God does not punish us. He does not uh, for all of our sins. He does not deal harshly with us as we deserve. You know what? That would be fair. Right? It'd be fair for me to pay for my own sin. That is fair, but he is just. He does require a payment, and it was Jesus. It was the sacrifice that Jesus made on the cross. Then watch what verse 12 says. He has removed our sins because of Jesus as far as the east is from the west. Is there anybody that's in this place today or even watching online that's thankful for a God that isn't always fair? He's just, and the person of Jesus came, died in my spot, gave his life for me, and said, you know what? I will pay for that instead of you paying for that. Is there anybody thankful for that? Come on, let's give God a shout of praise all over this place. Thank you, God. I understand forgiveness is not always fair. And the last thing I want you to understand about forgiveness is not, forgiveness is not a feeling. Right? you got to understand that forgiveness is not a feeling. you got to know that, you know, if you're waiting for that moment when you say, you know what, I'm just going to feel, oh, I feel like forgiving somebody today that hurt me. You ain't never going to happen. It ain't never going to happen in your life. You're, you're going to be waiting a long time if you're waiting for that bitterness and that anger and that resentment to just melt away like butter, right? It ain't going to happen. It is a, a not just a, a, a feeling, and that kind of gets us into what actually forgiveness is. And that is this idea that forgiveness is not a feeling. Forgiveness is not always fair. Forgiveness is not forgetting, but forgiveness is a choice. Got to write that down. Forgiveness is a choice. Uh, it is a choice that I have to make. Forgiveness is saying, although you did wrong and I was hurt, I still choose to let it go. Even though, although uh, it doesn't matter that you've, it, it does matter that you've hurt me, but you don't even know that you hurt me. Guess what? I can and I will move forward in Jesus' name. Forgiveness is deciding that although you may have offended me, the situation will not keep my heart from reaching the destiny that God has called me into. The choice to forgive. You've got to choose to forgive. And this is what I know. So many of us, we want to say, I'll forgive them if they apologize. Right? 
We say that a lot. I'll forgive them if they'll apologize. But this one I want to challenge you with. Forgiveness is more about the posture of your heart than it is the apology from their lips. All right? Forgiveness is more about the posture in my heart than it is somebody apologizing to me with their mouth. I want us to understand that. Forgiveness is a choice. Somebody shout, forgiveness is a choice. Number two of what forgiveness is, watch this. Forgiveness is giving others what God gave you. Right? Forgiveness is giving others what God gave you. See, it's the power of the gospel right there, right? Forgiveness is offering to other people the same grace, the same mercy, and the same second chance that God offered to you and I in Jesus Christ. Again, I asked this a second ago, but is there anybody thankful that we serve a second chance kind of God? Not just a second chance kind of God, but a fourth chance, a fifth chance, a sixth chance, a millionth chance that the grace of God, guess what he did? He saved me. He set me free. I was a liar. I was a sinner. I was a thief. I was lusting. I was having hateful thoughts, but Jesus came and he died for me anyway. That even on my best day, I'm still at my worst, but God in his kindness, in his love for me, gave me his life and made forgiveness available for me. Is there anybody in here that's been forgiven that can take five seconds and give God a big shout of praise? Come on, y'all can do better than that. Are you forgiven? If you're forgiven, Give him, give him a shout all over this place. Come on, you got to understand that forgiveness is giving to others what God gave me in the first place. I've experienced grace I did not deserve. I experienced forgiveness I did not deserve. I experienced mercy from God and, and forgiveness from Jesus and because of Jesus. Forgiveness is giving others what God has given you. I love what 1 John 1.9 says. It says this, if we confess our sins to him, now watch what it says. He is faithful and just. Right? He's not always fair, right? But he is just. I want you to understand that. It's not fair. I didn't get what I deserved, but he's just, and that Jesus became the punishment for me. Jesus became that. If we confess our sins to him, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I think about this. I think it's so helpful, and I'm not even going to have it on the screen, but I think you've got to uh, begin to get this in your heart, begin to get this in your attitude, begin to get this in your life. It's once you receive it, then I've got to give it. Right? I want you to write that down. Once I've received it, then I've got to give it got to understand that that forgiveness comes from God to you and I, that we've been forgiven. If you say yes to a relationship with Jesus, that you've been forgiven of the sin and the nastiness and the brokenness that we all face, that we all have in our life ever since the beginning of time, ever since the, the beginning of Adam and Eve when they sinned, ever since then, you and I, man, it's just something we do, right? What is sin? It's us falling short of that glorious standard of God. God had a perfect standard, but Jesus himself lived up to that standard. And what I love is that if we'll confess to God, if we'll say, God, I, I, I'm an idiot on my best day. I, I've sinned against you. I've, I've, I've done lots of things that I would never choose. Like I would choose that over you. And God, I just want to bring that to you. I want to lay it at your feet. You know what the Bible says is that if you would confess Jesus, that he is faithful and just to forgive you of all unrighteousness, all wickedness, the Bible says I think that is a big deal because when we get it we can't help but give it right when you get and that that let me let me clarify something really quick forgiveness and healing are two different things 
I want us to understand something. Forgiveness and healing are two different things. And forgiveness may have to happen over and over and over again, even as Jesus was saying, hey, they come to you and they've sinned against you seven times. Every time if they ask, you know what you got to do? You have to forgive. But I want you to understand, too, that healing is a process. Healing takes time. Forgiveness can be in a, in a moment where you have a choice to say, you know what? I'm going to extend what God extended to me. It's a choice that we have to make. It's a posture of our heart for the gospel is isn't just about receiving forgiveness, it's about giving forgiveness as well. Forgiveness is not just being about the recipient of grace, it's about giving his grace to others. I love that. So we all, all know, why do we forgive? God says to, for us to, right? He tells us, he instructs us, he showed us how to. We just found out what uh, forgiveness is and is not, right? We just kind of walked through that. Now, the question that you have, how do I forgive? How, right? So we got the why, we got the what is it, now we got the how. So here's what I want you to write down. I want you to begin to write these down, and I want you to write them down, and they're going to be an acrostic because that's what all good preachers do. You know what I'm saying? We're going to put it in acrostic so you can remember. It just happens to be one of those things my ADHD brain can, like, put together. But I want us to understand that forgiveness is an act, Right? Forgiveness is an act. It's an act. Like, you know how there's random acts of kindness? I'm going to give us today, I feel like, some intentional acts of forgiveness, okay, to help us remember how we can forgive. This is what I want you to write down. A-C-T-S. A-C-T-S. Number one, if you're going to forgive somebody, if you're going to walk through this season, and again, I want us to understand the very first thing that you've got to do if you've been hurt is you've got to acknowledge the hurt. You gotta acknowledge the hurt. I, I, I do not wanna make light of what you've gone through. There are some tragic, terrible things that may have been done to you. And I want you to understand that that is not okay that that happened. It is not okay that you walked in and, and there, there was people that were hurting you or betraying you or doing things that they never should have been doing. And I would never uh, excuse the, the whatever it might be. I would never excuse what was done to you. So I just wanna tell you, the first thing in healing, the first thing in acting, in forgiveness is that you have to acknowledge the hurt, right? You got to just, okay, this hurt me. This was a situation that I was hurt in. You got to acknowledge the hurt. That's the first step is recognizing how you feel. Again, I want you to understand that no matter how small the offense is, you got to recognize it and you got to understand that forgiveness is not an easy task, right? Let's all be real. It's not easy. The emotions run high when we're, uh, betray we feel betrayed, or we feel talked about, or we feel hurt. The emotions run high. The next thing I want you to do, first of all, I want you to acknowledge that the hurt is there. And then C, I want you to confess it to God. I want you to confess it to God. Thankfully, the emotions may run high, but God is not intimidated by those emotions as strong as they might be. Guess what? He created you with those. He knows you. He knows your heart. Allow him to meet you in that vulnerable place and confess it to God and say, God, this is the area that pained me. God, this is the area that, that, that has crushed me, that I had so much confidence before, and this is the thing that has broken that in what you put on the inside of me. This is the thing that I, I put trust out there. And God, I'm confessing it right now. I can't trust anybody. And it's even hard for me to trust you. But I'm going to confess that to you because you're a big enough God to handle it. Acknowledge the hurt. Confess it to God. I think T, right? A-C-T. Here we go. We're going to the next one. Is this idea that you got to take it to the cross. You got to take it to the cross. 
You've got to understand that there will be so many times in your life that you have to take it to the cross as many times as necessary, that you can't carry it on your own. You have to take it to the foot of the cross, and you got to say, Jesus, again, I just confessed where this hurt was there. I just confessed that this is an area of my life that I am so broken in, and I'm going to keep bringing it to the cross till I get some healing. I'm going to continue to take it to the cross because, Jesus, by your stripes we are healed, and I believe that I'm going to bring it to the cross. And Peter asked Jesus in, that, in, in, in Matthew, what are you asking me? He said, hey, how, how many times must I forgive? And Jesus answered, you know how many times? 70 times 7. You know what that means? As many times as necessary. Take it to the cross as many times as you got to. Take it to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I can't do this. I have some unforgiveness in my heart. I have some resentment in my heart. And I'm asking you, God, do what only you can do. By your stripes, Jesus, I'm believing that I'm healed. By your stripes, I'm believing I'm whole. I believe there's healing and hope in you, Jesus, and I'm bringing that to you. And S, the last acts, A-C-T-S, act of forgiveness, I believe, is that you got to surrender your right or what your perceived right is to get even. Right? you gotta, you got to surrender your right, your perceived right, to get even. I don't know about you, but again, the natural thing for me is, you know what, I'm going to get even. That's the natural thing. That's the natural thing for you and I. When we've been hurt, when we feel betrayed, when we feel all of that, the natural inclination is to say, okay, I'm going to get you back. That's the natural thing. But I want to just challenge us really quick. If you want true forgiveness, like you want to experience that in your life, you have to surrender your right to get even. I think so many times uh, what I've heard unforgiveness is like, unforgiveness is like setting yourself on fire and hoping that the person that hurts you dies from smoke inhalation. And the idea is that it's killing you both, it's killing me and you, that unforgiveness will rot you and I from the inside out, and we just got to be people that act. We have to be saying, you know what, God, I acknowledge the hurt. It's there. I'm struggling. I'm walking through this. I don't have the answers. I'm confessing this to you, God. I'm bringing it. I'm taking it to the cross, and I'm giving up my right to get back. I'm saying, God, you do what only you can do in this situation. God, maybe you need to change my heart. Maybe you need to change my posture. God, would you change me? I'm not worried about getting back at anybody, but God, would you just work on my heart? Would you work on who I am? And a lot of times we ask, you know, how much uh, forgiveness do they actually deserve? But instead, I think we need to be asking, how much freedom do I really desire? Right? Do you desire freedom? If you do, you can't live in unforgiveness. How do I forgive? ACTS, right? We know what forgiveness is. We know what forgiveness is not. We know why we got to do it. But at the end of the day, I want you to understand forgiveness is not going to change the past. Forgiveness doesn't change what he did. Forgiveness doesn't change what she said. Forgiveness doesn't change the betrayal that you feel, the hurt that you feel. But let me share something with you. Forgiveness, what it does is it changes you. It changes your soul. It changes your future because in my mind, and I want you to write this down, I will never have to forgive someone more than God had to forgive me. I would never have to forgive someone more than God had to forgive me. I've messed up. I'm a sinner. I'm busted. I'm broken. And this is a church where it's okay to not be okay. But let me share something with you. I believe God loves you too much to leave you that way. 
He doesn't want you to stay in that brokenness. He doesn't want you to stay in that unforgiveness. It's okay to have some time in your life where it's hard to figure out what am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to respond? But God doesn't want you to stay that way. He doesn't want you to stay stagnant. He wants you to chase after Him. And the way that you can do that is, again, ACTS. Acknowledge the hurt. Confess it to God. Take it to the cross. And surrender your apparent right, what you think and I think our right is, to get even. And know that Jesus is working all things together for the good of them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. Anybody in this place believe that? Can we give him a big hand of praise all over this house? So here's what I'm going to ask you to do. I'm going to ask you to stand to your feet if you don't mind. And as you do that, would you bow your heads and close your eyes? I'm going to ask you all across this room, and even watching online or listening on the podcast, you may be in this place today and you may say, you know what? i got a lot of unforgiveness on the inside of me. But I've never received forgiveness from God first. Now, I'll just tell you, you'll never be able to give what you don't experience for yourself first. And there's this, this guy named Jesus. I love Jesus so much. I'm so thankful for Jesus that even when I was busted, even when I was broken, even when I was far from him, that he sent himself to die on a cross for my sin and for your sin. He said, you know what? I don't want distance between us. I'm making a way. I am the way. I'm creating this, this place where you can ask for forgiveness from me. And I am faithful and just to forgive you of all unrighteousness and of all of your sin. And maybe you're in this room or maybe you're watching online and you say, today, I need that forgiveness from Jesus. I need Jesus to come in my life. I need Jesus to save me. Again, it's not going to make everything better in a moment. It's not going to make all the past change in a moment. But this is what I want you to understand. When you say yes to Jesus, guess what? There's somebody that you're saying yes to that knows what it feels like to be betrayed. Knows what it feels like to walk through hurt. Knows what it feels like to walk through that. Knows what it feels like to walk through even death. And on the other side of the hard, on the other side of the challenging, there is life, there is salvation. I believe that there is healing in that name of the name that you're calling on if you need a relationship with Jesus. So you're in here. You're watching online. You're listening on the podcast and you say I need Jesus to come in my life and save me that's you the Bible says that we've all sinned we've all fallen short of the glory of God but Jesus in his love for us while we were still sinning Christ died for us the Bible goes on to say that if we would confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and we would believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead that we will be saved and maybe some of you need to confess that today You need to acknowledge that today. You need to acknowledge and say something like this. It doesn't have to be word for word, but just on the inside of you would say, Jesus, I'm acknowledging you as Lord today. I'm giving my life to you. I confess my sin. I I thank you so much for going to the cross. I thank you so much for giving your life for me. And I I, want to live for you. Thank you for forgiving me. Thank you for coming into my life. Holy Spirit, help me live uh, out this calling that you've put on the inside of me now. Maybe you're here, maybe you're watching online, maybe you're listening on the podcast and you prayed that, you prayed something like it, but today you switched the lords of your life from you to Jesus. You said yes to a relationship with Christ today. First of all, we want to be a church that celebrates that. 
We're going to be a church that parties about that. The celebration's our response. And we're going to party because the Bible tells us that if one person comes to Jesus, that there is a party going on in heaven. And so Purpose Church, we want it to look like heaven. We want to be a party if one person comes to Jesus. And we want to do whatever we can to make sure that we're walking out these next steps with you. You probably have questions. I know I did whenever I said yes to Jesus. Okay, like what do I do now? And we want to be a church that helps with those decisions, helps you walk to that next step, gets you plugged into a crew, see you celebrate going public with your faith and baptism and other things like that. We want to help with that. We want to put a Bible in your hand saying, hey, this right here is how you get to know Jesus even more. This right here is how you get to know who he is and his heart and how he responds and how he reacts. We want to put that in your hand today. And this is what I'm going to ask you to do. If you're in this room and you just said yes to a relationship with Jesus, I'm going to ask you, our, our, our prayer team, it's over here on my right wall, your left wall. And I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask our team to be moving in just a second. So you're not even going to be the only one moving. But I'm going to ask you, when I count to three, I want you to begin to move and go see one of our prayer team members on the wall. We want to celebrate with you. We want to high five you. We want to connect you with somebody. So if you don't mind doing that, I'm going to count to three. One, why don't you move? Don't stay in your seat if you just said yes to Jesus. Two, our serve team is going to be moving as well. Three. Would you begin to move right now? And I'll just tell you, our prayer team is there. If you have prayer, maybe you got some unforgiveness in your life. Maybe you got some things that you're harboring on the inside of you that you really need God to release you from. Our prayer team's there to carry it with you. We want to do that alongside of you. And I believe that there's going to be some hope and some healing in this place today or even watching online. If you're watching online and you just said yes to a relationship with Jesus, would you just text the word PURPOSE to 270-229-6488. It lets us know that you made that decision to follow Jesus. And also, I'll just tell you, it also helps us out to be able to follow up with you and just tell you how much we love you. Can't wait to put a Bible in your hands, get a conversation with you this week. We'd love and be honored to do that. I love that. I love that. I love that. Thank you so much again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and consider rating it and even sharing it with your friends. It helps out so much. For more content and information, head over to ourpurpose.church. We love you guys and hope you have a great week on purpose.